everybody. Welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts, a football podcast about shirts of the footballing nature. Sometimes not football. So, you know, each to their own and a varied podcast. Um, that was terrible. I'd do it again, but I can't bother. Joined <laughs> with me is the very poorly Mark Stern. Say hello, Mark. I'm I'm okay. Uh, I was a lot worse at the start of this week, but yeah, I'm good. It's uh, it's nice to feel somewhat somewhat normal again. Um, yeah, you might notice my throat is a bit scratchy, uh, and I might do some quite horrible <laughs> ing. Um, so if you could just ignore that, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, a bit of that. Like that. That was me, not Mark. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good. How are you? I am full of beans. Full of beans. Yeah, baked beans for dinner. No, uh, for no other reason than I get to see your face and record a podcast. I do love talking about football shirts. It's I love it as well, which is just just as well, really. Uh, it's also Friday. I mean, come on. It is Friday. That's uh, happy days. Yeah. So, um, do you want to kick straight off? Yeah, I had one that I wanted to talk about last week that I, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that I didn't want to because I want to give it the, the sort of time, um, the time that it deserves. Um, and I think actually it, it would have segued perfectly and actually it does still segue perfectly from something we talked about last week. <clears throat> Excuse me, which is, we talked about 1860 Munich, didn't we? We did. We talked about that lovely uh, mm. dark blue, uh, gold dark number. blue, gold, beautiful shirt. And what I want to talk today to kick things off about is also about 1860 Munich, but, but more so about a man. And I think many people around the um, football shirt world, I guess, um, will be aware of this man. Um, and his name is, uh, I'm going to possibly get this wrong. Uh, no, I'm not. His name is Drake Ramberg. Do you know anything about Drake Ramberg? No, please tell me some stuff Excellent. about Drake Ramberg. Okay, well, for, first, Drake almost definitely doesn't listen to this. Um, if he does, pff, hello. Um, but Come on the show, Mr. please. Yeah. <laughs> Drake Ramberg was basically the kind of mastermind behind all of the Nike old school, like 90s Nike football shirt templates. So he designed all of the Arsenal shirts, all of the Borussia Dortmund shirts. Um, he did all of those kind of like funky templates, all of the um, Italy, Italy, uh, Italy, like nineties kits, you know, the, you know, the Arsenal one with the, um, with the lightning design that obviously our third kit of this season is designed by, uh, based on, um, he did all of the like PSG stuff. And I think he was quite involved with a lot of the, um, I think he was involved in a lot of the MLS stuff anyway. Um, his Instagram, by the way, uh, is, D Ramberg or Dramberg, it's very much worth a, a follow because he posts loads of the like old school 
pictures and kits and like things that you perhaps you know didn't know about some some shirts and stuff like very kind of nostalgic very um you know things that you've basically things you've never seen before and that leads me on to something that he posted uh october 21st so a couple of weeks ago uh and he posted uh the picture rich that i have sent to you of course we yeah. will also send it and this is uh an 1860 munich kit and actually the reason why i wanted to talk about it last week and we sort of just ran out of time was because the week before that so two episodes ago we were talking about templates um and i think i think i think i think we were talking about um were we talking about templates not being such a thing in the 90s? I think we were. Do you remember? Um, I, th- I believe so. I, be- yeah, think I think, anyway, whatever, saying... whatever, not yeah. important. And I saw him post this, and yeah. it's uh, for the benefit of those who, uh, if you're listening to this, you'll see it on our Instagram, but it's this green 1860 Munich shirt, um, and it's from 94, 95, and he basically posted saying... Um, that they had the template of the Arsenal kit. So in the background of the Arsenal home kit of that year, there was some like kind of funky design, I guess, with a either with a cannon or with whatever. I can't quite remember what it was. And he said actually they did um, they did utilize a similar template with other shirts and this one was one that was not so like well known Mm -hmm. um and it was yeah this 1860 munich kit so it's green um i presume it's their away kit but he said you know we use the same silhouette as a template and instead of using a kind of cannon or a arsenal kind of design as the sublimation they used uh, an n just an n for for nike um and they offered it as like a kind of basic package. So I think, I mean, probably, I'm sure there are probably like amateur, like Sunday league teams around who also have like shirts that are similar to this. Um, and I just thought it was fascinating because it, it looks just, I mean, it looks like the Arsenal shirt, but it's green and it's for 1860 Munich. It's just like, pretty cool. Oh, you finished there? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool, full it's, stop. It's pretty cool. I thought you'd frozen. Um, you're right. It's it's a lovely green. It is um it's got it's a definite Arsenal shirt in that very kind of way you look at it. The collar is very unique to Arsenal because it's like a round neck collar, but then it's got a turn up collar within it. Yeah. And that's a really fascinating story. I love hearing a little bit of story behind the design of kit yeah so this this guy as i say i mean he is so worth a follow for anyone that's interested in kind of nostalgia and um a a bit more into the kind of like design area um of it that that in fact that psv shirt um that uh jake drew uh ronaldo on Mm -hmm. uh was a was a ramberg design um so basically all of those like old school like 90s nike um shirts that you see were basically all designed by this one man um as i say 
so so worth a follow i wanted to just say that because uh, obviously it rolled into things that we talked about over the last couple of weeks um but i think it's just like really his instagram feed is so 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 worth just to scroll through because you really see things that are um that that you've not seen before or you know stories about things so yeah d ramberg dramberg drake ramberg very very interesting it kind of reminds me of that Admiral uh, TV show I watched. Um, mm. I can't remember what it was called now. It's a long time ago. And yeah. it, was, it was like one woman in a factory in Coventry designing these shirts that were so popular with, uh, you know, well, Coventry and Leeds and Man United and Belgium and Wales and stuff. That's like, of course, one person's going to design them and one person's yeah. going to do it. But you, because these companies are so huge and because they are so worldwide sometimes it's hard to get your head around the fact that just one person went this is it yeah 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 and he's just been like ah, oh, you know i've got this i mean i'm actually sort of looking at i've as you were saying that just sort of scrolled through his instagram feed this guy and he's got a, a, an official letter from nike from nike dated the 6th of October, 1986. Uh, and he had applied for a job at Nike and they uh, said they rejected him from this job. And obviously, you know, some years later, I don't obviously don't know the full pack story, but some years later, he obviously got his, got his job there. But I, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to hear what people think. I'd love for people, I mean, you know, this guy, I think he's like, I mean, he's not like famous, obviously, but he's, I think you know he's got a, a decent following within the kind of like art and design um, world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would definitely suggest uh, giving giving him a follow for sure. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's wonderful. And I'm before I segue beautifully onto oh. something I want to talk to. I just want to peel back the curtain, which I've done before, uh, and say to the listeners that me and Mark don't have a discussion before we do the podcast on what we're going to talk about. We literally, two or three hours, hour before the before we record, we send each other screenshots of images that we've seen throughout the week, or we've done a bit of research on, and we talk about. Uh, done a bit of research. Hold on, on a minute. Let me just, for the vi- <laughs> research. Um <laughs> <laughs> the research I do is read the quote under the Instagram account and <laughs> under um so when this when Mark sent me this, it segues beautifully because the shirt, the first shirt I want to talk about, first shirt I want to talk about is an 1860 Munich shirt. Wow. This well, well, well. Is yeah. Well, well, well. And uh, it, it, we couldn't have planned this any better. The 1860 Munich shirt that I have found, not or, or saw this week, was the 1996-97 shirt. Um, you'll have to forgive me. Didn't do much research into it. I just really liked it. So I took a picture of it. And I'm assuming this is away. Is this the away or the home? That's away, yeah. And what really draws me to it is the effort again of nike and 1860 munich to number one 
I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself and confusing myself. First of all, I, what, what drew me to it is the colour. I love the colour. It's the top half is a kind of dark navy blue. The bottom half is a lot more of a sky blue. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a very rich sky blue. Yeah, I can't even think of how the best way to describe it. But then when you get into the finer details of the shirt, the first thing I noticed is down the side of the sleeve, it's got 1860 written down in big letters, not small, big letters all the way down. And then the kind of detail within the material itself has got the lion and the letters 19, oh, sorry, 1860. Yeah. Which I just... Again, I mean, there probably was plenty of shirts like this knocking around with this kind of pattern, but the colour, the level of detail into it, and the fact that, I don't know, were, were they any good at this point? Um, I think they were in the Bundesliga. Oh, so they were pretty good at that point. So they were okay. But, I mean, yeah, it's brilliant because I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not 100% sure. I wouldn't like to put 100% certainty on this, but I'm probably 90% sure that this shirt was, prob- was probably designed by Mr. Ramberg. Most likely. Again. So that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. And, it, and you know also what you're going to love, by the way, uh, I'll have one other point, um, is what you'll love is that the home shirt for that season um, is is exactly the same as the away shirt, just with the colours uh, the colours flipped a bit. So that that's that's a big two points for you. Oh, I you know what? Yeah, you're right. That is has cheered me right up. But again, now this was on purpose because I'm talking about something I planned. Talking about colours of football shirts that I really like. We're going to swiftly move on to Udinese. Okay. The 2021-22 adult away match jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it from the Macron website. <laughs> and it's a it's a similar colour, but if you take both of the elements of the 1860 and add a little bit of green into it, and that's what yep. you've got. Yeah. I'll talk for yeah. a bit. What, what you've you've looking at it right now. What describe to the listeners quickly what, what we're looking at. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'd say probably in the body of the shirt, I'd say eighty percent of it is uh, that sort of turquoisey, greeny, blue sort of situation. <clears throat> and as soon as it hits the sponsor logo, um, it moves into this sort of geometric pattern, um, mixing a bit more of the dark blue. Um, and once it gets sort of higher up onto where I guess the collarbones are. It, it moves into a sort of almost like looks like sort of dark blue stripes almost mm. um, on the uh, uh, on the arms. It's a it's a proper dark blue. The collar is quite interesting, isn't it? It's a sort of like yeah. I don't even wouldn't even know how to describe it. It's sort of uh, like a double layered swan neck. Is that even a thing? Sounds like it could be a thing. I, I'm oh, buying it. It is now <laughs> double layered swan neck. It's it's like a weird collar that's not a collar it's like a Nehru kind of collar but it doesn't come all the way around who knew we were such collar experts i mean i just made that up you sold that one like you knew exactly what you were talking about i do know what a Nehru collar is but (laughs) um obviously it 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 links quite well because it's similar colors but with a little bit of a twist but i don't know i saw this the other day and i thought wowza 
it mm. kind of like got me. I'm like, I like the color scheme. I like the sponsor. It's quite insignificant. It's, is it Dacia? D-A-C-I-A, the car? Yeah. Make? Yeah. And it's obviously done in a way where it's, it's not, doesn't take too much away from the shirt. Um, I just don't, it's a simple, but quite complex design. I would say that I have one critique and I would, I'm going to leave it for you. I want to see if we know each other well. Mm. What would you say my one critique of, of it is? I've lost it now. Hold on. I think you're going to get it. I'm putting pressure on you now. You are putting pressure on me. It's terrible. Um, I mean, if I'm honest, I could critique it as well myself because I would say there's two or three different things. Okay. Um, the pattern does start off as a geometric pattern, but then goes into lines mm. where I do think it could have gone geometric all the way. Yeah. Um, oh, mm. I don't know, Mark. I've, you okay. put me under a lot of pressure here. I put have, me... I have, oh, I, no. I apologise. Sponsor's too high? Ah, there you go. I got it eventually. The sponsor's a bit too high. It's all a bit squashed, isn't it? The sponsor start. The sponsor looks like it's going to be where the where the nipples are. Yeah, it does. It's too high. Badge looks high. Yeah. So you you or you were about to tap out. I was. You but were I... about to give up, but you pulled it back right at the end, and I respect you for that. You did well. Mm. Um, and that made me go down a bit of a Udinese hole. Oh. Because um, I looked up, I typed in on the interwebs. Uh, Udinese away shirt and mm. last season's Udinese away shirt uh, popped up. And okay. um, let me just. Oh well, I'm I'm on our favourite football kit archive website, mm. so so yeah, don't don't worry about me. I'm I'm right here with you. Uh, you may hear some crying in the background. It is uh, my baby. No, she's not really a baby anymore, but she's trying to go to sleep. Well, no, I'm not trying to go. To sleep. I think she's probably trying to put her to bed. So if you hear a big cry, that that's the reason. Um, so the Udinese away kit from last season oh, yeah, was I see it right here. very different in the fact that it was still blue, but different blue. You've got your kind of royal blue, and from afar, it has navy blue sleeves and then a yellow sash with the badge mm. within the sash. And it's only when you zoom in mm. do you see that the um, sash isn't a sash as such, but it is a collection of yellow words. The mm. words themselves are towns and villages that, uh, I might get this wrong, but I did do a little bit of research into it. Yeah. Udinese is uh, a place and it is, <laughs> I should probably Google what this correct term is. Uh, it is... I, I, I don't want to get this wrong, so I just want to check. What yeah, it is. no, 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 it's good. It's good. We're, we're fact-checking live. Udinese uh, pays homage to the home region Friuli. F-R-I-U-L-I. Okay. And this area, region, is obviously very important to Udinese. And so, much like you've got an Arsenal fan club in, Ars you know, in London... You'll have mm -hmm. a faction in Australia. You'll have a faction in Manchester. Yeah. You'll have a faction. Right. The, the the stripe, the sash across, 
is a list of all the towns or villages or cities in which there is a free freely faction within that place so like a, a an official udinese fan club essentially in all of these cities or towns uh yeah i that's that's one way to describe it yeah it's not necessarily a fan club but it's uh it's the it's the community hmm. within you know they're celebrating the community of that area in different places across the world all over nice. the world i think that's and lovely it's wicked isn't it very cool very cool indeed yeah because as i zoomed in i was like oh i can see like marbella and new york i was like oh i wonder i wonder what the sort of situation here is interesting shirt very interesting shirt do you want to know what the name of the collar is please it has a korean neck collar oh not with a reverse with double, knit... double layered swan no. neck with the with uh <laughs> knitwear inserts and contrasting sleeves <laughs> i just read that bit very good anyway um i thought hmm. that was i mean and again i fell down that hole and like discovered that by accident and i'm sure people that are shirt collectors will know this already but sometimes we learn this shit for the first time and it blows my mind yeah i i like it i think uh yeah i i think that awake it is actually really nice i like it a lot yeah anyway um I, you know what? this is a very german heavy show we've got today yeah. Because you've sent me something from some a team that we've talked about before, long time ago. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I did. Um, St. Pauli, they're actually doing really. They're top of the uh, top of the second division at the moment. In, as at, at time of recording, I think uh, they are. They're top of the the Bundesliga. It's, Bundesliga two, sorry, which is very exciting for them. I don't know when the last time they were in the um, in the top division. Uh, the last time they were in the top division, I can't remember. Um, but that's very exciting for them, and it would be mm -hmm. good to have them in the in the top division. Anyway, I was doing my um, my scouting as I sometimes like to do when I'm just randomly looking. Um, for football shirts on my on the website that I use, um, yeah, just sort of yeah, looking around, and I came across this one which I sent to you here, and I just thought I had to take a picture of it and send it to you because it's it's a real like kind of throwback, um, a real throwback, uh, and what it is, it's a goalkeeper shirt, um, and it's very much ticking some boxes for me um as we kind of discovered earlier on in the time that we were doing this apparently i am obsessed with hummel shirts didn't realize this at the time but every week i was talking about the, another uh, hummel shirt so you and me both by accident um i don't own one by the way i just you know really apparently quite like them and anyway so we got this hummel goalkeeper shirt for st pauli and it's from the 2014-15 season and the thing that I love about it is it's just so old school in the design. Like, it's so 90s. It's a kind of, like, lime green um, with what looks like sort of purple, purpley sort of trim and details. And it's got all these, like, shapes that almost sort of, like, resemble... 
like the way that like a mirror would smash or a glass piece of glass would smash yeah. and within all those like shards they've got little like stars and it's just like totally sort of bizarre and really interesting and i was like i wanted to uh, of course discuss it with you but put it out there because it's probably a shirt that not many people have seen before like why the hell would you, anyone listening to this have seen the st Pauli goalkeeper shirt from 2014-15 if you have then we should probably put you on the podcast because that's some like next level um yeah. sort of fanship um what do you think about it you're a goalkeeper would you like wearing something like this i would love to wear something like this it's pretty badass isn't it um it's definitely what what i found bizarre is if you didn't tell me that was from the 2014-15 season i would have said it was this season's goalkeeper shirt hmm. because with hummel this thing has come full come back around mm. and it's not too far off the kind of designs we've seen from bristol yeah it's not too far off any of the other Hummel designs you know the glitch kits the uh dairyland what they call them uh forward madison kits the bobcats as well yeah so yeah i'm very surprised that this is a this is like six seven years old but yeah i think it's it's lovely um what i find really what jarring but also nice is that the Hummel, they've not kind of like kept up with the colour scheme. They're just going to go, yeah, we're white. The Hummel yeah. now goes white. The chevrons down all the way down the sleeve is white. And that mm. does that does irk me a little. Yeah. Because I feel like it could have been that kind of purpley colour. But yeah. other than that, I'd love to own this shirt. But you're right. I mean, this is like you would you would either look at it and say that's early 90s i mean it's amazing that shirt could be from 1992 or it could be from 2021 mm. really interesting isn't it mm, I, I, yeah and i really like it yeah it's wacky but it's got all the kind of excitement that a go- you kind of come to expect from a goalkeeper's shirt do we know anything about the kit itself do we know if they were kitted out with purple shorts same colored shorts uh, that no. is a great question. Um, I feel like I feel like the purple shorts would have been the safer bet because having shorts with that same design would have been slightly. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's have a look, shall we? Have a quick cheeky little look. It looks like the shorts were of a. Uh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> It looks like the shorts might have been brown. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. The shorts were purple and the socks were green. Yeah. Oh, I dig that. I completely yeah. dig that. The shorts were purple and the socks were green. And I'm going to send you... Um, I'm going to send you... How can I get this bigger? How can I make this bigger? Tickle it. There we go. Just, just tickle it. <laughs> I'm gonna obviously this is absolutely fantastic for the uh for the for the listeners, but I'm gonna send this to you because it is quite interesting. In fact, in this picture it looks a lot it looks a lot greener, if that makes sense. Uh, I've just sent it to you now. Oh yeah, no, I'm a fan uh, of that. And what's weird is they don't have a sponsor. Yeah, well they they I think perhaps in these images were pre the sponsor, because mm. in that picture below they did have the the telephone thing, yeah. Kong I've got to Kong say, Star. That orange goalkeeper strip is 
Yeah. Mm, you, but, you like it or no? Nah, not a fan. I of wasn't sure one. what that noise meant. <laughs> but I like the rest of it. I'm a big fan of that whole get up. Yeah. Well, so, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, just just saw it as I was doing my scouting and thought that's one that I know that you're like, and I feel like you know where other people who 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 perhaps don't know um too much about second division german teams goalkeeper shirts uh <laughs> that, that maybe <laughs> it's so unbelievably niche isn't it i was just about to say like if you yeah. ever think this podcast isn't niche when we start talking about lower division german goalkeeper shirts that's when you know you've hit peak yeah that's true well um that oh you've got me on that one i like it um, I don't want to talk German because I feel like we've talked a lot of German football shirts. Not that we have a problem with that. Love German football shirts. Um, what I will say is I watched football. Who did I watch? Man City. Mm. I watched Man City play football against Brighton last weekend. Yeah. And Man City were sporting their third kit, which, as listeners may remember is one of those template Puma kits that doesn't have... Well, you can see it as one or two ways. Either it doesn't have the badge or it has a million badges on it. Yeah. But none very visible. And first of all, I have to say, watching it play, didn't hate it. Quite liked it. Because Mm. it's not very often that when you see teams play on the TV, do you notice the badge and go, ooh, the badge. Yeah. But what I did like, what I did like is Edison, the goalkeeper, wore the same design, but in bright pink. Yeah. And I thought he looked wicked. Did I send it to you? You did, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Yeah, that's the the man... God, again, it's the Man City fourth goalkeeper's kit. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I of course I did I didn't watch the game, um, but actually I'm just looking at some pictures of it now, and I, I do feel like um, I haven't seen any of the video, any like videos of, of of the game, but it looks like it's. I I, I don't really hate the the shirt. I think I I don't know whether it's like the color, like that sort of like dark blue color. It, it looks all right, but yeah, the 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 goalkeeper's shirt. Um, I'm actually on um, I'm on Football Kit Archive, and when you click into a team, um, I, it has like a, a a top kit and a flop kit, um, and it's basically their like obviously their top rated kit of all time and their flop rated kit of all time. And you are in the minority, my friend, because the Man City fourth goalkeeper's kit is actually the worst rated ever Man City kit on this website. Way up yours. 1.6 stars out of five on average. I, I they, like... don't know what, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, do they all have podcasts about football shirts of German lower league team goalkeeper shirts? No, they do not. I think they don't. Um, yeah, um... I, I like it. I mean, it's. I, I presume that the... Um, the badge effect is it is in this one, yeah. or is it? It is. it is, yeah. So it just again, I tell you why I like it is because it's exactly the same, just a different colour. Which 
reminds me, I'm going to kind of backtrack on something I have remembered. We, it was the Charity Shield in which you came out and said you liked the Man City Away kit. Do you remember the white with mm. that kind of pearlescent design? Yeah. And it had the the numbers on the back, again, kind of pearlescent colour, but was in that kind of stop clock, stopwatch kind of um, design, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. I can't, yeah. yeah. It was. I'm telling you now, it was. Okay. Um, Man City played in their away kits recently, but they had to adhere to the Premier League uh, numbering. Yes. And wasn't as much of a fan. Ah, the, interesting. The aesthetic of that shirt kind of does get taken away by <clears throat> having to wear the Premier League number set. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I guess so. What color? Again, this is pretty pretty niche. But what what color is the are the numbers on the? Do they do they wear in the Premier League? Are they black or do they still allow them to have that like green color? No, I believe it's either white or black. Yeah. So what what's nice about what they wore in the Community Shield was that it was their own font, but it also corresponded with the color of the shorts. Whereas. Yeah. If they have to wear like a black or something, it's not as nice. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I mean, I could be a little bit wrong, but yeah, I just mm. when I watched, I saw it. I was I wasn't bowled over by it, you know, as much as I was when we saw them play in the yeah charity shield. Yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah I mean the yeah the 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 city keeper shirt, nice. Not according to the the loyal voters on this website, but it's uh, yeah, it's, it's pink, very pink, very pink. I mean, it's again each to their own. So yeah, yeah, I liked it, I, but I wouldn't go out and buy it. No, but I quite liked it, and uh, yeah. Do you have something else? Oh, you do have something else, don't you? You have something that both you and I sent to each other almost immediately yeah it was funny actually because we basically sent it to each other almost uh like literally almost to the minute um and i'm gonna just quickly put this into um put this into google put this into google why do i sound so old um because we talked last week about last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, about the Chelsea. Uh, yeah. the, the guy who had done all the art on the Chelsea shirts, mm -hmm. Dod Doddy Chiotto. That's probably not his name, but Doddy Chiotto. Doddy, anyway. Um, and we maybe sort of understood it from an art perspective, but didn't really, eh, was just a bit not really sure about it. Whoops. Um, and then I saw and you saw, uh, again, almost at the identical time, um, the Man United version, which was uh, celebrating Mr. Ronaldo coming back to Man United, um, again, in this sort of graffiti art style, um, you know, with a picture of Ronaldo on, on the back with the Premier League trophy and you know, number seven's the magic number, whatever. Um, and it, it, this seems to be a thing now. 
Um, because I'm on this guy's Instagram account, and yeah, his name, he's from Leicester. Uh, oh, I am an idiot. I am such an idiot because his name's not, <laughs> his name's not Doddy, Doddy Chioto. It's Dod, oh, well, anyway, whatever. I, I'm, his name is Do, Dodici Otto. So just, just to get that clear, it probably pronounced differently. But anyway, he has done this for Arsenal, for Tottenham, for Leicester, for England, for Ajax, for PSG, for England again, multiple Englands, uh, Oxford, I think. Um, it, it seems like the Chelsea one is the one that you can buy, but he's done it for loads of them. The Arsenal one, for example, um, I think you can basically DM this guy, and if he, you know, he'll do it for you if you want to do. But the Arsenal one is um, has a little quote from Arsene Wenger and a picture of Thierry Henry, and um, has the like Arsenal crest and talks about the Invincibles and whatever. Uh, the Tottenham one was that time uh, finished above Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> it's got. Uh, I don't actually know what it's got. It's got the, the um, Tower of London for, or Tower Bridge, sorry, in London for some reason. Um, some like cockerel footsteps or whatever. It just seems like the Chelsea one was the one that was commercially available. And this guy obviously just um, does them and designs them. I guess from like a fresh perspective, I kind of like the idea. What do you think? Have you? Uh, uh, sorry, let me send you some 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 uh, some examples. I think well, let's let's kind of like let's backtrack whilst you're doing that, and we'll say that if you remember at the end of last week's episode on a segment when we we're talking about this, I did start by saying I didn't like it, and then I did start to come round to the idea of enjoying it a bit more from an art perspective but still not agreeing to the price that you pay for it mm. i said that i would rather buy a t-shirt celebrating chelsea's champions league win but that is worthy of a celebration arsenal's yeah. invincible season is a t-shirt worthy of a celebration yeah what is not worthy of a celebratory t-shirt is Cristiano Ronaldo signing for Manchester United. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, um, I agree. So, for that perspective, and, you know, it could be like loads of different people, you know, you, I'm just looking at it now, that's, you get kind of these ones where there's some, like, really nice ideas of celebrating things. There's some a little less exciting I guess is what I'm trying to say. And mm. by winning, winning a title, winning a cup is obviously worthy of a t-shirt. It's worthy of um, doing some kind of prints. Again, I do not buy the whole putting on a football shirt because football shirts are 60 quid. And if it is true that they were 195, 200 quid for that shirt, then I'm not buying it still, but mm. it's art, right? Yeah. And that's what I think we said last week that like, I, I presume that you're buying this to put in a frame on the wall and that you probably kind of essentially cut the whole thing in half 
and maybe have like one half of you know the front of the shirt in one room and the back of a shirt in another room or something i don't i don't really know um i don't think you're buying these shirts to wear um i don't yeah i i i think i'm not sure i think i kind of like them i like them i think i like it as a as a kind of collector's piece or something like that i'm not sure i'll be very interested to know what other people I, i'm not sure but i i, I want to know what everyone else thinks of, of all of these and we'll post you know we'll post all of these out and you know we'll, we'll obviously shout shout the guy out um doddy 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 if that's how you pronounce his name i don't know maybe it is i personally and this is goes back way back to when i was talking to um kitten bone football shirts are designed to be worn he designs stuff that's affordable to wear he wants people to wear his shirts he doesn't want it to be put behind a glass case and never seen the light of day yeah same with jake with arts on shirts like he wants people to wear this mm. personally i feel like yeah it's a piece of artwork but i would want to wear this item i'd want to be wearing a fashion item yeah i think i could see myself maybe not myself because i'm not that cool but i could see wearing this out and about as a designer t-shirt as a designer top i i don't ever feel like football shirts no matter how expensive no matter how special they are does deserve to go in a glass frame unless they're signed maybe yeah yeah that's true yeah, I have somewhere at some point got a got a shirt signed by uh, Thierry Henry somewhere. I don't, I don't, don't no idea where it is at the moment, but uh, mum mum's loft or uncle's loft or something. I don't know. That's pretty cool. But yeah, anyway, a talking okay. point, and let's let's see what everyone else thinks of them. Well, uh, we'll put it on our Instagrams and our socials. Uh, but where can people get in contact with us if they want to help talk about it? uh i think the best place would be on instagram uh, or on twitter at shirts pod we are um your evil All right, genius. Yoda. <laughs> yeah. at your, shirts pod we are your uh genius rich evil well done yoda again i'm g stern mark i'm mark g stern your evil genius rich and email uh, is always open, <clears throat> which is uh, wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. Correctamundo. Um, a few little um, bits from me, kind of. Oh, actually, I've been a bit of Monica, who um, is a listener, a friend of mine from work, who helped me with some Juventus research a long time ago. Mm. She sent the me something, stuff. the star stuff, yeah. She sent me something which made me laugh so much. Um, if you remember, we talked about Conor McGregor and his Manchester United shirt and how we did. small it was. Uh, this uh, Maybe this week, uh, mm -hmm. Jose, <clears throat> Jose, Jose Mourinho posted a picture of himself and Conor McGregor um, in Rome with uh conor mcgregor holding a roma shirt with number 10 and it looks like he's got connor on the yeah. back and my friend monica uh sent me it and said i wonder how that will fit him mm. i wonder if he's gone for the super tight shirt again 
Yeah. Uh, are there any pictures of it? Not with him. Not with him wearing it. Or oh, not that's I know a shame. Of. That's a shame. Yeah, uh, that, it looks small, doesn't it? It does look small. <laughs> it does look small. Um, I, I, yeah. It does look small. Jose Mourinho just annoys me. He just seems like an annoying bloke, doesn't he? Mm. I think, well, this is like 12 years later. I think we all know he's probably quite annoying. But I saw a video of him just before where he was celebrating a goal and like did his stupid like run down the touchline thing. It's just annoying. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I also had a bit of, I had a message from Liam Byrne, who was our uh, roving non-league reporter and dog enthusiast yeah who um <clears throat> listened to the first part of our podcast uh and messaged me straight away to say that when he finishes going on he is a marathon runner um he has run many a marathon and he goes on week-long benders after he finishes his marathon so any kind of excess weight that he's lost he quickly puts back on again by going on five-day benders drinking beer and eating pizza so nice good for him yeah that's i mean that's what we that's what we live for right it is what we live for <laughs> um i am still going on my bender after doing nothing so <laughs> uh do you have some oh no do you know what i do have i hope you don't mind i'm just gonna swoop right in and interrupt you not entertain anything um i sent you a picture of um flamengo i believe they're brazilian wasn't that just edison in that pink kit we that was good that was very good i could have segued beautifully with that (laughs) speaking of things in pink kits (laughs) flamingos sorry sorry i couldn't i really couldn't help myself there no I like it. I liked it a lot. Flamengo. Is it Flamengo? Flamengo, yeah. And they are a Brazilian team, right? That is correct, yes. Uh, I don't know anything about them. However, I saw a post that said that um, Flamengo celebrated Children's Day with special number sets on the back of their shirts. And so the number sets, as opposed to being the rudimentary standard number set that you would have on the back of a shirt they have got well it looks like kids have drawn it and it is effectively kids have drawn the name or written the name of a player and then drawn numbers one to 50 or whatever and they've got the numbers printed on the back of the shirts just like that so i'm first of all looking at the goalkeeper who's uh, diego alves and it's really tiny writing and uh, capital D, little I, capital E, capital G, and then the one, yeah, the little one is stick thin. And then you've got William, William Arrow, A R A O, and it looks like a little crown above the A, which could be a actual Brazilian thing. And then the number five is like again, quite thick in some areas, small in others. And then the nineteen is just Michael, and then nineteen, and the one is huge. And the nine is tiny. I love it so much. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> different clubs have different ways of celebrating these things. And we've mentioned it before how little sometimes the Premier League do mm. uh, and how much 
German football does. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Marseille have had uh, rainbow-coloured numbers on the back of their shirt to celebrate mm. Pride at some point. But this is a new thing for me, celebrating, you know, Children's Day. I think the Premier League are so caught up on the brand and they don't want to step away from that in any way whatsoever. Um, which also seems contradictory since there are so many conversations about like having games being played abroad, um, you know, and that they're so tight on not deviating from that brand at all. Like you can't wear, you can't have this color um, numbers. You have to have this, that, and the other. You can't have any kind of deviation from that whatsoever. But yet they'll talk about potentially having games played in other other areas. And I think, it, I mean, of course, obviously the whole conversation revolves back around to, to money. Um, but coming back to uh, to this, I, th- I think it's lovely, isn't it? It's so nice. I, I, my favourite, really, and I pro- to be honest, I probably wouldn't have even seen it, but the Diego with the small eye, that is just lovely. Yeah, it's... Um... It's put a smile on my face just to be like, okay, I really appreciate that. And I hope that some kid did draw it. Otherwise, as an adult, that's like, I'm going to make this look like a kid. I've ruined yeah. it. I've ruined, I've ruined the magic. You've ruined the surprise, the magic. Yeah, you have. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about this week? Well, uh, yeah, let's let's jump in really quickly. And I actually sent you, sent you the pictures. Um, because we talked about Venice a number of times, um, and they have released their fourth kit, um, and it's really like they've cottoned on to the fact that I, well, I mean I mentioned this when they release their third kit that they can basically release kind of anything now, and they're going to sell out and make a shitload of money from it. I mean, good for them; they're in the Serie A, so. Mm-hmm. But they just released their fourth kit. I think this actually only just came out like yesterday. They announced it, or maybe it was today. I can't remember. Um, have, have you seen it before? This red number. Um, I feel like I had, but not mm. up close. So, much like yourself, I saw it and gone. Wait, so, oh, hello! You're a football shirt. <laughs> so you didn't. You, you're you're not really blown away by any of the Venice stuff, are you? Um. Well, actually, yes, I am, but no, I'm not. Um, I am not a fan of the home and away. Mm. <coughs> I don't see the hype with the home shirt. Don't particularly like the away shirt. The third shirt I have mentioned on the podcast before is one that I do like, which is mm. that I definitely think I have a thing for that kind of blue colour. Mm. That kind yeah. of turquoise blue, whatever it is. And it has the kind of three stripes the venice colors the orange black and green swiped across the chest Mm. like paint like that a lot um this red one is i think it's the way that it's marketed though Mm. like this is a very muscular man wearing it on a gondola um with you know high-waisted trousers that are very smart with no socks and boat shoes or whatever looking all italian he's probably drinking an espresso and probably has slicked back hair and it just makes it look i think the color of it as well actually makes it look quite regal quite Mm. elegant that yeah 
that red really it's not a it's not a red red it's a i don't know how you describe it like a darker red that just yeah has a bit of royalty about it yeah i know exactly what you mean um i i yeah i like it actually i don't like it enough to buy it but it's kappa it's got the um it's got uh, so it hasn't got the same badge that the home that the away and the third kit have. It's got the um, the same badge as the first kit. So it hasn't got the like round uh, the round one that people. I mean, I think it's also very nice. Um, I, I I agree with you actually completely that it's got the the, the color of the red. There's something quite like yeah. There's something quite. Um, prestigious about it i think it's cool i like it um but people seem to be very kind of some people like it some people hate it it's it's very divisive i'm going to use this opportunity to give a shout out and also to mention something i've just uh wanting to get a closer look of the image of the uh venice fourth shirt i've just opened up twitter and on our twitter account the first uh tweet that popped up was Classic football shirts, new shirt alert. Venezia have released their brand new Kappa 4 shirt. And that that uh, tweet itself was quoted by somebody else saying, unpopular opinion, but the Nike ones were better. Mm. Now, that could have been me because I have said that weeks ago. Yeah. I did. And it turned out the person that said it is someone who just started following us called Football Kit Memories Podcast. Oh, and uh, I reached out to them the other day, Craig from uh, the Football Kit Memories podcast, and I've uh, back gone back and started listening to his podcast. It's the memories that uh, football shirts have created. He's got a lot of uh, people on talking about the shirts that you know and the memories they have. It's quite, it's not, it's similar to our podcast, but different enough that I don't hate him for it. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Well, I mean, that's a shout out, really, if uh, if ever I've heard one. So maybe I'll, I have not listened to Craig's podcast, but I will. Um, I'll add it to my list for sure. Yeah. So um, he messaged us saying he listened to the um, interview we did with Football Creatio and said that Ace is, sounds like a wonderful guy, and he was. Uh, so yeah, give a listen to Football Kit Memories podcast. Um, bit like what we do in a way. We sometimes the plan of our podcast is to we talk about very niche things like German second division goalkeeper shirts. And whilst you may not have any memory of that, it might bring up a memory of a football shirt that you remember seeing, and it becomes a conversational piece. Mm. As does these Venice shirts, because you're right. You said it already. They do divide opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, we'll have to get Craig on for a little chat, eh? Yes, we will, because, again, we're trying to, like, look behind the curtain of how he does things, and so he must have quite a few stories about different shirts and everything. Mm. Um, I am running out of time, so we need to wrap this up quickly. We but, do. Mark, <clears throat> I'm going to throw a surprise podcast at you. Okay. Next week. Yes. There's there's no special no special week for this. This'll be episode thirty-six next week. Nothing out of the ordinary. But mm -hmm. next week I want us to do a special. 
Okay. Actually, maybe not next week because I want listeners to get involved. So the week after, so in two weeks' time or two podcasts' time, mm-hmm. I want to do a special. And the special I want to do is fictional football team shirts. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You like that, don't you? Love it. Listeners, this is your chance to get involved. Is there a fictional football team that you enjoyed listening to, watching, reading about growing up, cartoon strips, football teams, all that kind of stuff? I'm even going to throw it out there and say, if you want to have a non-football related shirt, I will also accept that this week. Okay. So, Mark, next week, we'll do a little time, not next week, so the week after, give everyone a chance to kind of get together, listen to the podcast, get their ideas along, Mm -hmm. get in contact with us if you've got a shirt you want us to talk about. If there's a TV program that you used to watch, we can do a little bit of research. If there was a comic strip, whatever it was, don't matter what age, Royal the Rovers, I don't care, Um, get in touch. I love that. Great idea. Brilliant. I've already got a couple in mind. Yeah? Fictional football teams fictional football teams that is superb so you all know how to get in contact with us at shirts pod or email address wonderful football shirts at gmail.com please let us know we really want to hear from you on this one because this is where it splits because i never had sky so i don't you know i found about dream team for example quite late in the day Mm. not something i ever watched um but I'm not going to give all the names away now. But, you know, somebody might have. Somebody might have read a comic book or a book about a football team. Yeah. Here we go. Love it. Love it, all love right. it, love it. Right. I feel like we're ending on a happy note because you've definitely got a big grin on your face. I feel like you're going <laughs> to like, this is going to be exciting. Right, yeah, it's Mark, exciting, yeah. Um, we'll try and book an evening, have a few beers and maybe relax and do a one like we did before with the uh, music and football shirts. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Right. Mark, it has been a pleasure as always. It has been absolutely wonderful and we should say goodbye. Yeah, we should say goodbye. Well then. Peace out, hombres. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.